All right, ready? Yep. <laughs> Dude, what the fuck was that? <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, so we get getting loose, getting ready. Make sure, make sure everyone's unmuted. <laughs> yeah, all that, all that good stuff. Welcome to Brose. I follow my nose wherever it goes. My name is Matt Casnell, and joining me as they always do are my bros and Rose. On an audio feed reporting live from Belmar, New Jersey, it's Mr. Rich Sweet. Hi, everyone. On an audio feed reporting live from Haddon Heights, New Jersey, it's Mr. Sean O'Brien. Hey, everybody. And on an audio feed reporting live from the Jetro lot at Lincoln Financial Field, <laughs> it's Mr. Tim Hansen. Oh, hey, guys. How's it going, everyone? Super sweet. Pretty yeah. good, pretty good. Yeah. This uh, this day drinking's feeling pretty good right now. <laughs> Dude, day drinking, do you like? <laughs> yes, very much. Mm-hmm. Oh boy, yeah. It's a quarter to twelve. Uh, we are rapidly approaching kickoff of the Eagles game at one o'clock. Um, don't worry, I'll definitely have my full attention on this podcast come the third <laughs> episode. Um, Jalen Hurts is uh is active today, guys. Not to make Carson ner- nervous or anything like that, but uh, they just started. They, they, they activated Jalen Hurts, the guy that everybody's gonna be clamoring for to be this, the new starter in like three weeks. But no big deal. No big deal. Everything is fine. Everything is fine. With the <laughs> Everything is okay. Um, you guys enjoying your your beverages? Of course. Oh yes, uh, absolutely. Yep. Good. 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 Well. I, I see no reason why we shouldn't just proceed with the podcast as per usual. You know, when mm-hmm. we, you know, we're four bros, we talk about things. Welcome to Bros A Podcast, everyone. Available <laughs> as always on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Smooth, uh, Spotify, SoundCloud, TuneIn, and everywhere else where fine podcasts are bought and sold. If you've listened to any of our shows before, you know that the premise is that we answer questions from you, the audience, about life, the universe, and everything, and we do it while enjoying a delicious glass of rosé or something. Um, and if you have a question you'd like us to answer on the air, email it to brosequestions at gmail.com. That's brosequestions at gmail.com. Um, now we are doing some, some morning drinking where this is a rosé brunch essentially. <laughs> so we're not all drinking strictly rosé. Uh, who wants to discuss what we're drinking? Well, I'm drinking strictly rosé, but it's called Lab. Loser. It's, 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 it's not called, it's not called strictly rosé. It's called Lab. Uh, it's a throwback to the first episode that I'm probably going to try to do every hundredth and or anniversary episode. Cause I just, mm-hmm. I really like it. And the bottle's awesome. Um, I actually found out while I was at Wegmans, they also make a white and a red. So I bought the white as well. Mm. Um, Have you tried the white? What's that? Have you tried the white? I did try the white. Um, I had it uh, unchilled. So it was room temperature when I drank it. And I really liked it. So I think I'm going to like it a lot more when it's chilled. Uh, So I bought two bottles. One's in the fridge right now still. Tim, what are you drinking this morning? Uh, I'm rocking mimosas for our brunch recording uh, using the beautiful spelled with an I instead of an E and an A and all those other superfluous letters. Uh, call back to our first episode where I was being a dick and drinking champagne because <laughs> I wanted scotch. Uh, now I'm just being less of a dick, but also drinking champagne. <laughs> Fair enough. Sean, what are you drinking? I'm drinking uh, Velari Vineyard Rosé. It's a local wine company. There's a little pig on the uh, on the bottle. And it has a bunch of tasting notes, but it just tastes like uh, it's just uh, just sweet but bitter fruit, like very dry. It's good. It's it's what I'm looking for. And especially now, since all of the LaCroix is gone from my glass, it's really good again. It was it was good when I started and then it got bad. And I'm like, I've ru- I ruined this with the LaCroix. And then the LaCroix is gone now and I'm back to just wine and it's so much better. <laughs> so uh moral of that story don't uh try to make a bootleg uh mimosa with Lacroix because Lacroix is gross and <laughs> Lacroix not the official uh, so, uh sparkling water of the Rose podcast mm-hmm. for damn sure. Uh, I'm continuing to drink uh Kahlua and coffee because you gotta dance with who you came to the dance with. You gotta go with what got you there. Uh and uh this is a brunch. Uh, it's delicious. Kahlua. I haven't had Kahlua in a long time, actually. Uh, so to, to have this in addition to a regular black coffee is uh, mm, real good, real tasty. Highly yes. recommended. 
I, I feel like I need to start buying some more Kahlua so I can have those Irish coffees. It's good. Uh, I mean, you can do uh, that. Does like, coffee is such a good um, mix for like? Okay, you want to do you know Bailey's or horchata with it, or you want to do Kahlua? Like it, it's a it's a fertile ground for a lot of those like good you know wintry liquors. Yeah. Um, so I wasn't listening. Who did we decide was going to do the, uh, <laughs> the second round of episodes? I, I have, I will be doing the second round. All right. Rich is going to do it. Okay. So, yes. uh, we're, what we're doing is, uh, we're still, we're celebrating our hundredth anniversary and meeting our hundredth episode of Brose. Um, and we're doing so by going back and, uh, redoing some of the questions we did during our first three sessions of the show. Um, so again, if you want to email us questions for future episodes, brosequestions at gmail.com is where you want to send them. But, uh, in the meantime, Rich, what do we got first? So I'm going to, I'm going to go back to the one that we didn't talk about last, last episode because oh, I, damn it. I, I like it. Um, I, I feel like it's kind of timely as well. Um, is Cardi B the American dream? <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Um, let me tell boy. you. All right. Yeah, I'm, I'm deferring to Sean on this one. <laughs> uh, so, at in that first episode, in that first session, when we talked about is Cardi B the American? That was when Bodak Yellow. Wait, what's that? Is that yeah. what it is? Bodak Yellow so. is her first song. Yeah, her, that's her when that song. came out, and it was about her going from having been a stripper to now having money and not having to strip anymore. Yeah. Um, and so it 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 was a modern version of the American Dream, but she just like continually is just crushing it like mm-hmm. i'm not she i'm not a super huge fan of her music really like it's fine it's decent trap like the beats are okay and the rapping's fine but like i honestly i have not heard wap in its entirety uh but like um you know it, <laughs> it's so wild i don't mm-hmm. know like good for her honestly yeah. great for her she's just yeah, she has just made this her personality into a commodity that she's just selling to great effect. And you know, mm-hmm. like fucking keep, keep killing it, Cardi. Like that's what you that's honestly like that is the American dream is to mm-hmm. be able to take something that you have that nobody else has. I'm not even sure what it is that she has that nobody else has, but like people see Minaj. it and are buying it. So like it's yeah. something She's Nicki Minaj with a little bit less actual rapping ability, but a much better, like more compelling backstory. Yeah, like in my so, opinion, like if you're if you're gonna do like that slight evening out, like yeah. she's she's a very compelling character as far as being a performer, mm-hmm. um, and as far as the backstory and everything. Yeah, so yeah. I mean that's and that is, I, I again, I'm not a, I'm not her, I'm not trying to be like she is, I don't know, she's if you love her, great, but she's mm-hmm. not my cup of tea. But like, I mean, fucking yeah. Yeah, she's more she's, power to her. She's absolutely killing it. Um, I I totally like agree. I'm I'm in the same boat as you. Like, she's not my kind of music. I don't really care too much about her music, but she's living the life. She's loving it. Uh, the only little bit I know of WAP was is the lyrics that um Donald Fiezon constantly quotes on Fake Doctors, Real Friends, and it's the I want to gag, I want to choke. I want you to touch that dangly dang that swang in the back of my throat. <laughs> dangly dang. <laughs> that again was Tony Bennett with. Um, <laughs> What's new pussy cat? Am I the only one who's listened to it all the way through? I've heard. Uh, no, I have not listened to it the whole way through. I think so you might I'm be. the only one. Yeah. I hate Cardi B. <laughs> is yeah. it good? Is it a good song? Like, no. is it like, does it have a good beat at least? I don't know. It has it has a it's decent fine. beat. It's not like infectious in any way, shape, or form. Uh, kind of in the same vein. I am clearly not a fan of Cardi B. Not my style of music in any way, shape, or form. Mm-hmm. Um, I also just find her personality, which she has done it like Sean said, done exceptionally well on capitalizing and marketing her personality, and that's like her brand. I find it as if you like were grating my brain on a cheese grater. <laughs> like that's, I I can't stand her at all. But mm-hmm. at the same time, I can't knock what she's been able to do with it. Like yeah. it's just awesome for her. Um, WAP is, I I think it starts a great conversation. I don't <laughs> think it's a great song, but I also don't like her music in general. Mm-hmm. Uh, but at the same time, it's if if 
other rappers can capitalize on the sexuality of women. Why can't women capitalize on their own sexuality? And I, I was about to ask thing. if we could circle back to what conversation you think this song is starting, <laughs> specifically in excruciating detail, what this conversation is. Wait, what conversation? <laughs> what conversation? <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, man. Uh, no, I agree. I agree. I buy that, and and I think that that's been happening more and more as far as like, yo, man, it, you know, dude's been rapping about their dicks for twenty five years. You know, it's, it's about time that we're okay with the other way around. Um, yeah, well, not fine. even not even talking about their own stuff. It's just like half the song is just like getting hoes, fucking bitches, blah blah blah. It's like cool, mm-hmm. women can do that too. But <laughs> yeah. As soon as a woman does it, like people lose their shit. And mm-hmm. and then you have Ben Shapiro saying that he's never actually sexually pleased his wife. <laughs> so. Um, he admitted yeah. to that. Yeah, that's okay. it, it, that, it, that, it, is that a serious thing? Did Ben Shapiro just say like, he yeah, was, yeah, man? He was See, like, my wife my, is perpetually disappointed. He went well. Uh, well you, uh, basically, uh, we, what you have here is that her her the vagina being so wet is it's a medical condition. You see, my my wife, a doctor, uh, told me that if if she, if she if her pussy is indeed like a like a fountain, that she should uh, go, 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 go see a, see a, see, a, see an obstetrician. Uh, that was Wait, let's just, let's we have the rights to that clip. We have the rights that clip from the show. Sh- Sean, there, there wasn't enough. Let's just say's in those. <laughs> oh, you're right. <laughs> let's just say your 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 vagina is uh, is a is a fountain and uh, the the, the culture. I can't say that I've, I've I've I'm I'm aware of Ben Shapiro's existence and like his general um you know Ben Shapiro ness. I've never actually I've, I've seen like a thirty second clip of his actual show, so I don't know what he sounds like. Except for what you just did, uh, like, like I, I don't know. I, I, I generally that sounds about right as far as like. So if his, you want, if you want a good reference, if you want a good reference on Ben Shapiro, watch, and I don't, but okay, watch, watch any of the episodes of Some More News where Cody goes off on Ben mm-hmm. Shapiro, mm-hmm. and he'll, he shares clips of like some of the Shapiro show. Um, that that'll give you all the reference you need to understand that that clip was practically perfect. Ben yeah. Ben Shapiro is just a a man who was very smart as a boy. He's do you remember a long time ago when you it was I Matt you brought up when uh, on Facebook you'll see those posts that are like watch this ten year old break down conservative yes. ideology perfectly. That's mm-hmm. if Ben Shapiro is if that kid grew up and continued to think the exact same way. Mm-hmm. And just just think he's very he's just very very he's a very smart boy uh, Ben Shapiro mm-hmm. very smart boy who has been told he's a very smart boy for a very yeah. long time and uh, he was told he was smart at age ten then he put his brain in a cocoon or yeah. in, in like in cold state mm-hmm. and then it we brought it back out at age like thirty or whatever exactly yeah. he's he's he is his famous thing is facts don't care about your feelings that's like Ben Shapiro I did know thing. that I did know uh, that. and I mean he's he's he is. Um, inconsistent in that but that's basically his thing he's just he's just he's just a he's just a conservative pundit Mm -hmm. that is getting way too much credit for being much he 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 substitutes actual intelligence and meaningful conversation with basically speaking so quickly that he shoots down that you can't argue with him because what he's saying doesn't make sense and he just like throws up straw men like it's nothing and so um, he's just not. It's whatever. We don't need to talk about Ben Shapiro. Fuck if yeah. Talk about like, <laughs> if you talk about like siloed, like the way like we're siloed off, and as far as like we're in political echo chambers and everything like that. I have almost no frame of reference for how like f- like how popular certain conservative people are. Mm-hmm. Like I, I've got a little bit of an idea as far as like you know like Rachel Maddow or something like that for mm-hmm. for people on the left. But on the right, I'll be like, who the fuck is like Bill Mitchell? And I'll look, and it's like he got. Two million followers on Twitter. Yeah, who the fuck is this guy? And like, I know who he is now, but like, it's just yeah, that'll I, happen. It's, sometimes it's remarkable. I'll find like a like a podcast by some like weird conservative conspiracy theorist, mm-hmm. and I'm like, I have never heard of this dude in my entire life. And then I'll go to their Twitter, and they have like several hundred thousand so, followers, and you're like, what? Yeah, is going on? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. What is? So anyway, that's why Cardi B may or may not be the American dream. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy, man. It's crazy. Yeah. Um, any other thoughts on, on that all around? Cardi B, great. Ben Shapiro sucks. Tim you is a uh, Ben Shapiro and Party B both suck, correct? <laughs> no, I mean, she annoys me, but she's doing it. 
Yeah. <laughs> you got to respect the hustle. Ben Shapiro yeah, yeah. is a piece of shit. Yeah. Ben Shapiro is garbage. Ben Shapiro, I can absolutely knock the hustle. Um, Rich, what do we got next? All right. Next, we, I just hit the wrong button on my phone. Next, we have um, hmm, most embarrassing moment. So this might have changed in the past two years. What's your most embarrassing moment you've ever lived through? About an hour and a half ago, we started this podcast and I was muted. <laughs> it's, it's, I was like, everybody ready? Everybody ready to go? And then we went five minutes in and I was, no voice, no nothing. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was bad. What about you guys? Um, and I, I will, I will admit it. Uh, when when we were doing jorts, and I got uh, relatively too drunk, and Mary turned over to me and said, "If you sing one more time, you're going to be on pause for a while." I was like, "Oops, okay." Sing one more time, you're going to be on pause for a while. Wow. Yeah, I was like, I'm capitalizing the airwaves because I'm so drunk. <laughs> But the way you did it was, I'm capitalizing the airwaves. Exactly, exactly. I'm so drunk. <laughs> Besides that, it's the same one that I think I said back in the day, mm-hmm. uh, two years ago, which was um, when I was about 10, we went swimming. at And my, my parents had a pool in our backyard. We were going swimming. It was my birthday or 4th of July, some sort of family gathering. And I'm stepping out of the pool, getting ready for a family picture, and my swim trunks had ripped, and half my ass crack was sticking, or half my ass was sticking <laughs> mm. out. Oof. Mm. Yeah, I don't know if I gave this one last time or not, but it's it's coming to mind now. Um, at my old job, this is like maybe a year or two into my my first job out of college. Um, we had like a, a department uh, celebrating success meeting. Um, you know, quarterly meeting. We get together. We talk about how awesome we were give out some awards, play some games, things like that. And, um, and they played a game. Um, and I, I can't remember what it was. It was like, fam- I think it was like a family feud, <clears throat> family feud style game. And, um, and, uh, one of the questions on the team, one of the questions was, okay. Um, aside from taking pictures, top five things, um, that you can do with your cell phone. Um, and I went up there, uh, having not really listened to the question and very proudly said, taking pictures. <laughs> 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 and everybody started laughing and I went, what, did somebody already say that? And like, no, yeah, the question already said it, jackass. Like, <laughs> um, well played. So, uh, so that, 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 that's probably up there. Um, yeah. I have something similar that happened to me in high school. Uh, there was mm. this kid who uh, his initials were AI. He was Anthony, and I'm not going to say his last name, but his initials were AI. And everyone called him AI. And this is during the time of Allen Iverson in oh, yeah. the Sixers. Oops. Um, so one of the teachers, after everyone was like talking about this kid, like, who is this AI? And I'm like, it's Allen Iverson. <laughs> <laughs> He's the answer, Mrs. Jones. <laughs> Duh. <Yeah. laughs> oh, boy. That's rough. Um, yeah. What about you, Tim? Uh, I can't remember what story I used last time, but what immediately came to mind was uh, – Throwing up all over J- Joe and Cheney's uh, oh, no. foyer. Oh after yeah, yeah. The Eagles won the Super Bowl after the Super Bowl. Yeah. <clears throat> Actually, yeah. I think what? The, yeah, that's most modern. I think the one I told last time was uh, summer camp. I was probably like ten, nine, ten. I don't know. Had a crush on somebody. Uh, two dudes who knew that uh, had. Got her to come down towards like the porta potties where I was taking a shit, and figured out how to unlock the porta potty, and more or less like threw me out in front of her with my pants around my ankles. So it's like, all right, that's great, that's, thanks, guys. I mean, that's embarrassing, but like, dude, that's what a fucking pair of assholes right there. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, totally. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's. I was going to say that I can, I have a similar story to that as well. People like to embarrass me, apparently. (laughs) Um, And my similar story was there was this kid in my high school gym class who knew that I liked a girl. And it was just like halfway through the year, he found out that I liked her. We went up into gym. And as he sees her, and she was in the circle of kids we talked to, as he sees her, he just looks over and yells, Hey, Beth, do you know Richie likes you? And I was Mm. like, turned around and just went to a wall and just stood there for the next uh, like 45 minutes bummer dude yeah dude, that's rough uh sean hmm this is have... a good question because yeah. i can't i honestly i 
not that I don't have any shame, but I can't think of a good embarrassing moment for me because I'm so dumb. Like, it's just like, <laughs> I don't, I don't. <laughs> It's so it's, dumb. I can't remember any. Of I can't remember. <laughs> I can't remember any time I've done something super embarrassing. Like I, I think like in in grade school, I asked a girl to dance with me like a bunch of times, and she was like, "Fucking no, you creep!" And I was like, "Okay." And that's embarrassing. It's embarrassing to be shot down. I remember one yeah. time. I was in school and I there was a girl like sitting across from me and she had just got glasses and I was like, hey, your glasses look nice. And she was like, and she went, ew. And I was like, oh, wow. Yeah. And I was like, uh, and it was, and it was a weird thing where I was like, it was like sixth or seventh grade. And I was like, not trying to hit on her. Like I wasn't trying to make a pass. I was just like, yeah. hey, your glasses look good. <laughs> kids are such pricks, man. I know, man. <laughs> well, sorry. Yeah. Kids are dicks. Yeah. Kids are such dicks. And it's like, so I don't have any like, emba- like I did something stupid. It's just like yeah. embarrassing to be called out in that way. Oh yeah. And have well, somebody be, be called like, out, like somebody like misinterpreting what you said and like, yeah. And you're like, a, oh, I guess yeah. I can't be nice to people. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's instilling bad behaviors in you. Cause the moment you try and give a comment like a very innocuous comment like your glasses look good it's like all right perv settle down <laughs> it's it's funny because when i started working at wawa everyone thought i was gay because i was just such a nice person i was like mm-hmm. wait so having mm-hmm. general human decency means i'm gay yeah, yeah so that's I, why i never had a shot with any of you you all thought i was gay because i was nice what the <laughs> fuck yeah i, I got that a lot to too in uh high school and college a lot of people thought mm-hmm. i was gay because i was nice <laughs> And like mm-hmm. I respected women. <laughs> How dare that's just, you? That's insane. That's insane yeah, to think it's, about. It's wild. And I think mm-hmm. I think it's it still would be a thing. But I think uh, I don't know. It was yeah. High school and grade school was wild. <laughs> yeah. fucking kids are dicks. Time. And bad news if you have kids, um, they're pro- they're probably dicks. Like they've been <laughs> a dick at some point. They may not be dicks oh, in general, but they probably 100%. have been dicks at some point. This yeah, Jake, Jacob goes. Jacob has definitely come to me and said something. And like mm-hmm. told a story in which he was supposed to be the hero of the story, and I'm like, bro, <laughs> I'm sorry. Like you are you are the asshole here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I definitely I had, had that before. <laughs> yeah, I had the sorry, very bro. similar things happened to me at like six. My mom was like, "Why are you telling me this? Like you're you're like, yeah, you, you you were wrong. Why did you do this? <laughs> this this nerdy kid came up to talk to our fr- to me and my friends, and we pestered him and, <laughs> and we got him to run him. away. We bullied him. <laughs> yeah." <laughs> Just like you told me to, Mom. What? <laughs> oh, man. Uh, what do we got next, Rich? Uh, let's see. Um, trying to find things that might have changed. So, worst date probably wouldn't have changed from the past two years because you're all dating the same people. Yeah, we're all married now. <laughs> I mean, it's a little beyond dating. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so, let's go with uh, – uh, what is your You know best... when I asked a question about the Browns' 2018 football season? <laughs> I was <laughs> – I was gonna. I was Super Bowl. I was gonna save that to last, but change it to twenty twenty. Two thirds of the team. All right. But but I was gonna ask, uh, what's your uh, best dad joke? Hi, hungry. I'm dad. Oh yeah, that's such a good one, man. Classic, classic go to. Yeah, that's the best one. Anytime anyone says I'm insert adjective, yeah, you have to introduce yourself. (laughs) Mm Hmm. What's uh what what time is it? Time for you to get a watch. <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, I was just hanging out with Paul all day yesterday and I can't think of any of the puns that he had. Cuz like Yeah, friend of the show Paul, Paul McAndrew is a is a pun like fountain. <laughs> it just never stops. Yeah. His brother his brother summed it up great. He's like it's you can't be that bad because like every 7000 jokes you finally get a gem. Yeah. <laughs> That's what you just it's a, it's the shotgun approach to comedy. Like if you if you say everything mm-hmm. that comes to your brain then eventually one will be good. Exactly. Yeah. Hopefully. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to find there's a there's a a uh, old buddy of mine from college that uh that I'm still friends with on on Facebook and he is just it's his his Facebook feed is exclusively like memes and dad jokes. Mm-hmm. Uh and it's it's he it's it's one of those things where once a day I just log on, I see I do one. I can't think of any off the top of my head now, but I, I just think remember the feeling of just logging on and being like, God damn it, Max. And then I click the like button because it's fucking funny. Because <laughs> it's great. Yeah. I just I just Googled uh, dad jokes and it came up with the 63 best dad jokes. First mm-hmm. one on there. Dad, did you get a haircut? No, I got them all cut. <laughs> 
um any other good dad jokes guys new ones uh no i did tweet a little while ago about like maybe 25 years ago or so my uncle made a joke that i didn't remember the setup of but the punchline was lean over defense and take a crappio Mm -hmm. as a pun on leonardo dicaprio's name and i cannot think about leonardo dicaprio without that phrase (laughs) popping into my head that cursed phrase and i (laughs) it has haunted me it's magical (laughs) <laughs> here's here's a good one matt since you take stairs like a champ you'll like it i don't i don't trust stairs they're always up to something <laughs> oh boy God. yes dad um, jokes i i grin it or i uh roll my eyes at all dad jokes you yeah. know what i love elevator jokes because they're just so good on so many levels yeah <laughs> <laughs> Um, any other thoughts or shall we no. continue on? Let's go. All right. No, but right, I did say, next. I did say, I did say sounds fair to someone recently when they told me the price of something. Sounds fair. Sounds fair. I was like, oh, oh my I, God. Yeah. I, I got this. Uh, every time I go and am asked for my ID to buy liquor or, mm-hmm. or, or beer or anything, especially mm-hmm. now, uh, they're like, I, can I see your ID? And I show them my ID and I say, it's the face mask. It makes me look young, doesn't it? Mm. <laughs> my I've, perpetual fa- favorite uh, ID joke is a friend of the show, David Bennett, which he has done several times in person. I can't believe it It hasn't backfired once, which is he like somebody asked him for his ID and he goes, do you accept fake IDs? <laughs> <laughs> do you accept fakes? <laughs> and it has not once backfired. I, I can't believe it. Like I figure at some point it'll be like, it's not funny, sir. Show me your ID. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh what's next rich um uh what was oh what is the most childish thing you still do hmm laugh at dad jokes (laughs) see i don't think that's not childish that's actually the most adult thing you can do as a (laughs) child you're like oh god dad Jesus, what a dick! Um, but but now it's like, oh yeah, that's funny. That's good stuff right there. Yeah, that's quality humor. Yeah, sure it is. I guess uh, we'll, I'll say video games, but even that is like that's sort of a that sort of span generations at this point. Yeah, we've gotten um, to a point where most of the kid stuff that we did has transitioned. Like, mm-hmm. there's a huge market for nostalgia now. So like a lot of the stuff that we like they're marketing kit of video games towards adults now. Like th- we are the demographic for a lot of the games. Like there are games like fall guys and the, I think it's among us is that other one that's real big right now that are mm-hmm. like marketed to everyone, but they like the last of us two. And I can't think of another one. God of war. Like there's we were talking before the show about super Mario, all 3d all-stars. Yeah, 3D they didn't put All-Stars. that game out for like, you know, 12 year olds. They yeah, put that out for, for like us. Yeah. 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 And the so, remake yeah. of Crash Team Racing, like yep. that's for us. Right. That's not for well, a fifteen-year-old who's never played that, that game. Nobody exactly. gives a shit. That's why we're finally getting a Crash Bandicoot four because yeah. it's for us mostly. Yeah. Um, for me, uh, it is. Uh, I still pretend I have the force when I go through automatic doors. Mm. <laughs> I think that's what you used last time. I think so. I know. I think your answer yeah, it sounds familiar. It, uh, I I don't think my answer changed for this one. Um, I, I'm always going to do that. I'm always going to just wave my hands to open the doors. Wham. You know, mine is I still play air guitar in the kitchen. Like, like mm. if I'm playing music in the kitchen, like if I'm like a, if I'm cooking and I've got a like music playing on the speaker or something like that, and it's like a particularly particularly tasty ri- lick comes up, <laughs> I'll be like, "You're fucking right, yeah." yeah I'll, yes. I'll still do that. I love that stuff. I, I love um, playing air guitar. <laughs> I still run up the stairs on all fours. Yep. If 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 my <laughs> if my stairs were steeper, I'd probably do that too. Like yeah. yep. mm-hmm. that was mm-hmm. my me and Sean had the same one last time, and I, it's the only thing that still fits. Yeah, it's I. It feel like I go faster. <laughs> I got so much. It's more efficient. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Sean. It's it's more been si- It's been six months since I've been to your house. Over six months, actually. Um, do you still Naruto run? Of course I do. Okay. Of course I do. But that's that's less because I'm not in in positions to Naruto run quite so much. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We're not out out and about. So I can't I I would mostly Naruto run to embarrass 
Mary as I was going into like a Target, like Naruto <laughs> run across idea. the. <laughs> yeah. So like, I'm not. We're not in that position as much anymore. So I don't know. Just, just. Think. I always. Do you? It, this is unrelated. Do you guys feel like a little bit like nefarious when you're wearing your mask out and about? Like you're yes. like. I feel no. like I'm, I always feel like I'm like, whenever I go into a store, I'm like, I feel like they think that I'm going to rob them. <laughs> like, why else would I be wearing a mask? Like for a, for a moment, my mm-hmm. anxiety makes me forget that there's a pandemic going on and be anxious <laughs> about a different thing. Yeah. That is just people perceiving me to be a, a friggin' like bank robber. And I'm like, what, mm-hmm. what am I doing? And I'm like, every, yeah. as I'm watching everyone else walk in with masks, I'm like, they think, they think I'm going to rob them. So, yeah. <laughs> so, I hear that. I, hear that. You know, I, I, I definitely feel like, like there's a, there's an element of like like that that was what always confused me about the people who are like I feel like a wuss when I'm wearing a mask like I feel like a badass wearing a mask yeah. Yeah, unless, unless you're wearing like a super bright colored one at least in my mind like like you're wearing a mask like dude like fucking badass people wear a mask you, you that like outlaws wear bandanas around their face <laughs> yeah, like Bane. yeah exactly yeah, <laughs> yeah. My, all, my every every ninja from Mortal Kombat um, <laughs> you know so it, it, there's an element of badassness to it as well my my uh, that that feeling of nefariousness has left me now because now all I think about when wearing a mask is I have to talk way louder because nobody yeah. can fucking hear me through this mask. <laughs> yeah. So that, that's, it's been superseded by that. But there's definitely an element of like, dude, yeah, fucking this mask. I'm an asshole. Oh, I, I'm real tough now. Speaking of Mortal Kombat, I've definitely gone up to people and like to get their attention. I'll go, get over here. <laughs> <laughs> and they'll go, I've sir, we already told you times. you're number 24 at the DMV. <laughs> you cannot, you can't just come up here and do that to get ahead of people in the line. Fatality. When it comes to masks, um, I saw somebody trying to sell some, I guess they had extra of like the windowed face masks where it has the, like the plastic where your mouth is. And they were trying to sell it on Facebook marketplace. And I, I look at it, I read what they're trying to sell it for. And I comment, not, not putting anybody on blast here. I'm glad you're all wearing masks, but like, why would you want this? I relish in the fact that I no longer have to awkwardly smile when I accidentally meet eyes with people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. My reaction to that is nice try FBI. Like, <laughs> I'm not, not helping your facial recognition software with this. Like no yeah. way. Yeah. Um, way to go narcs. Yeah. Sorry. Um, yeah. But yeah, I mean, I don't know. Like, I, I don't mind. I do. That is the one problem with the mask uh, that I that I still have is like, you know, you, you communicate just as much with your mouth and your facial expressions as you do with everything else. You have to like over enunciate, over show like, hey, I'm happy or like, you know, waving your hands and everything. You do give off like social cues that you just can't read without yeah. the, the yeah. without your mouth. Um, but, you know, it's, it's, it's the it's the, you know, sanding down of that a little bit for the greater good. Anyway, mm-hmm. um, any other childlike things that we all do? None, none that I can think of right now. Shall we uh, move on to the next question then? Yeah. Sure. Uh, I don't know why I did that in like a gritty, like, <laughs> fucking let's moving. Uh, so it's about a month early, month and a half early at this point, but this isn't a question, but it's a call to action. Mm-hmm. Uh, don't remember, it is presidential election coming up in... Uh, two months at the time of this release, I believe. No, uh, this is going to be coming out. Uh, it it, is, it out? is uh the 28th, September 28th is when this one comes out. I don't know 29th. the dates, but by the time 29th. some people hear this, you may have, if you if you apply to vote by mail, you may be getting your ballot in the mail yeah. uh, around this mm-hmm. time. So just don't forget to vote. This is a, an important fucking election right now. Well, they're, Wait, they're, to be fair and to be a little bit pedantic. Go they are all vote. important. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's always important to vote. But but specifically now, please vote. <laughs> yes, yes. Especially, uh, we had mentioned it last episode, after the passing of uh, uh, Justice um, Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Um, now, more so than ever, we need correct change. Uh, and also, I'm going to call to action to make sure you're contacting your representatives to uh, maybe not choose a new... Um, a new uh, justice until after the election mm-hmm. or after the election has been determined because yeah. I'm curious that, to see how that plays out. Just they're going like to push one through, I believe. Yeah. They're trying see, to see. I don't, I, I, the reason I'm, I'm not, I, I would think that they want to push one through because they think they're going to lose. I also think that this, that this specific thing is why a lot of people held their noses and voted for for Donnie last time is, well, he's going to get us justices. And mm-hmm. so if you've got this other justice 
sort of hanging in the balance like, yo, we're not going to we're not going to pick one. Trump's going to nominate one, but we're not going to pick it yet until after the election. You hold that as sort of like a carrot for conservatives. Maybe mm. then they go, ah, fine, we'll go vote for fucking Mitch McConnell and, and yeah, because Trump again. Single because issue voters. Single issue voters. You know, all we're interested in is getting that six to three conservative majority uh, on the on the courts. I I don't know. I'm, I'm looking at yeah. this from strictly the horse race perspective. I know that there's a lot more serious stuff that yeah, goes into but it, I, but I'm I, curious to see how that happens. Yeah, I think it's if it doesn't get through, I it's not going to be because of the morality of it or the the being consistent in their previous. Oh no, that's that's already out the yeah. window. McConnell yeah, said yeah, within yeah. an hour Turtle. of RBG's death that they're going to do yeah. that yeah. they're going to hold Tur- a hearing for it. Th- absolutely no tact because it was within an hour after her. It was her, in her the passing. same. It was in the same press release where he was like, "She was a great woman." Also, we're going. We're definitely going to do it because last time we didn't do it yeah. because we had a majority and there was a diff- There was a opposition uh, present in power, but now the sorry guys. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, not sorry. You voted yeah. for Trump, so we get this now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, so- and, and Trump's within. Trump is within his juris his presidential mm-hmm. authority to nominate somebody before this. They don't have to hear anyone. That was the thing last time. Is like Trump can nominate someone, but the way that Obama nominated Merrick Garland back in the day, and the issue mm-hmm. was that the Senate didn't hold a hearing. So the the, the contradiction is more going to be on what's Mitch McConnell going to do, and it's very yeah. clear that Mitch McConnell yeah. is going to try and push this through. Um, at least that's what he's saying. The one, if there's a, if there's a saving grace, it's that, uh, a handful of Republican senators have either said they are not going to, or don't believe they should pick a, uh, a new justice until after the election. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, that would, that would be nice if including invertebrate in goddamn life could be, yeah. uh, you know, consistent in their, in of course, the one of them is like of their beliefs. Of course, one of them is like invertebrate Susan Collins. So yeah. like just it's like, oh, I'm very disappointed and I'm very concerned, the, but yeah, we're just going to do it anyway. Yeah. The only silver lining is that you could get a justice like John Roberts, who it seems so far in his rulings has been very consistent and mm-hmm. true to the spirit of laws as opposed to being ideologically consistent. So that's that's the biggest thing. That, that's the, the part about the court thing that just drives me crazy is like the point is. Like you're not really – I know that obviously everybody's got their own political biases. As a justice, the whole point is you're ruling on like the minutia of like what went into this decision yeah, at a lower it, court. It shouldn't matter if you like it or not. Like yeah. like a big thing not – to, not to be overly political about oh, – we're talking about voting. Fuck you. It's, we're talking about voting in, in the court. <laughs> but like, it's political, it's man. Like a lot of – for a lot of people, this is about whether or not women should have the right to get an abortion. And it seems, and the ju- and the Supreme Court has ruled so far that they should be allowed to. And so, even if, like, like you said, even if you don't think abortion is right, it would seem to me that the law supports the right of a woman to get one. And like that's, and that's when you have to hope that even if you are, even if you nominate a conservative justice, they still have the law in their. In, like they had the best interest of the law in mind. Yeah, like, because, I don't because think- Roberts was the deciding vote in when Obamacare was held up in the courts because he was like, listen, the, the Congress has the right to enforce this as a tax, essentially, and basically called it a tax mm-hmm. in his decision. So John Roberts, appointee of George W. Bush, uh, basically cast the deciding vote and said that Obamacare was legal. Exactly. Yeah. So like you have to like it's that kind of stuff. You have to hope that whoever they nominate will have that kind of mind who is like, even if I don't agree with the thing itself, it is the law. There are a ton of laws I don't, I don't agree with. Like, I don't agree that marijuana should be illegal, but it is. And so like, that's the law. If you get arrested for possessing marijuana right now, like that it sucks and it's bad, but it's the law. You Mm -hmm. know what I mean? So it's like, there are unjust laws to be sure, but if the law exists and it is as written, then change the law. Like, that's the thing. You have to rule with the law that exists. You can't change. I don't know. So, and that's something I've, I've, I respect about Gin, about Ginsburg. I mean, there's a lot of it. There's been you know a lot of glowing pieces about Ruth Bader Ginsburg in the past couple of days, and rightfully so. I mean, you know, you're if you're a a justice and a servant of the public for 
27 years, uh, you know, you, you deserve a bit of praise for the work that you've done. And she's done some great work as far as advancing women's rights and some of her decisions as a, as a, as an attorney before she was on the court. One interesting thing that I didn't realize is that as, as fervent a supporter as she is of a woman's right to choose and right to do with what she is with her own body, she's expressed some concerns about the decision, the actual jurisprudence of Roe v. Wade, like the, Mm -hmm. the idea that, um, well, the way this is, it really takes, you know, states, states, I, I, I can't remember the, all the specifics, but basically she had an issue with the way that the decision sort of put a blanket, um, a blanket definition on, on this issue for the states. Basically it was like, this could, this is a weak decision and it could be overturned in the future. I'm not trying to scare people. I'm just saying th- well, this is a, this is a opinion of it. And yeah, I, and to, to kind of assuage some fears, mm-hmm. the, if Roe v. Wade gets overturned, what it gets overturned to is a state's rights decision. So it's, yes. it's not that they're just now blanket, all abortions across America are going to be illegal. It's that mm-hmm. states will have the right to choose. And that is a that is it's a different. bad thing be, for, from my perspective, because you are going to have states that are like, it's illegal now. And you're going to have a bunch like people aren't going to stop getting abortions because abortions are illegal. That's not the legality of it was not the yes. the, the, the hurdle that they weren't willing to jump over. Right. You're just making it unsafe for women. But for people like us, I mean, we're men, so we don't this is a whole different kind of worms. Mm-hmm. But for, in New Jersey, like in New Jersey and Pennsylvania, you're not going to see abortion outright banned. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they, like they, they, in more populated states, it's going to be okay. It's the South, the people in the South that I'm worried about, like people in places like Alabama, Kentucky, Arkansas, like those people are going to get their rights severely limited if it gets overturned. I think there is this catastrophizing, like mm-hmm. every woman is going to have their rights impeded, but like it's not going to, the Republicans aren't going to overturn something like that and then be like, now we're going to make a national mandate because that's really that's incredibly inconsistent in a way that I don't think even they would be. And I mean, that's hopeful thinking, but I don't think they would be like, all right. And now we, as the federal government are going to change this law. They're going to say, okay, now the States deal with it Mm -hmm. because it's not up to the States knowing that a a lot of States are going to withdraw that. Right. Mm -hmm. So to to be specific about what I was talking about with with, uh, Roe, Ginsburg wrote an opinion about it in the 80s and said that uh, the court ventured too far when it called into question the criminal abortion statutes of every state. Um, This heavy handed judicial intervention was difficult to justify and appears to have provoked not resolved conflict. So, again, I don't know if I I don't know if I necessarily agree with that uh, on its on its surface, but that's the kind of stuff that you want out of a justice is even if you agree with the issue, Mm -hmm. you have to be like, okay. We have to make sure that this is implemented correctly or, you know, yeah. the decision gets overturned mm-hmm. or it doesn't, you know, we don't have any consistency. We don't have a, what is it, stereodecesis is the, you know, we're, you know, sort of going back on precedent or like relying on precedent for this. So that's what you're looking for. That's what you want in a justice. We, Roberts yeah. has generally done that and Ginsburg for for all of her other, the great stuff that she did, it seemed like she was a, a, an incredible jurist as well. Yeah. So, and yeah. It's, it's also important to note that she had some not great views too. Oh yeah, uh, you mm-hmm. can you you can say that she was a great woman, but like it's we don't. I think in the same way that we don't want to like deify George W. Bush after the fact, yeah. you know, and just in general, mm-hmm. your politicians, you don't after the fact, you don't want to, like John McCain did shitty things too. Like yep. So like, RBG I didn't think, like the Colin Kaepernick protests. Yeah, like she so said like, that she thought it was legal and thought it was okay, but like she thought it was a stupid thing to do. Is what she yeah. said. Yeah. So like you have to, we have to look at the whole picture. Mm-hmm. I mean, it is only as of recording this three days after her death. So, like, I think now is an okay time to be like, look how great she was. But, like, Mm -hmm. we have to look back and be like, she had a complicated, long history. And that's how everyone is. So, yeah, exactly. Go Um, vote. So, Tim, uh, (laughs) any thoughts on go vote or our our Ruth Bader Ginsburg stuff? (laughs) Vote or die. Yeah. Um, Or we kill you. I think you guys hit everything we needed to. Mm -hmm. Go vote. It's important. Yep. Uh, Supreme Court nomination. I think that they're absolutely going to try and ramshot it through. Yeah. Uh, I don't think the incentive of like, well, vote for Donnie, blah, blah. I don't think they're going to do that because they're going to try and ramrod it through. And if it fails, then there won't be enough time for that to be a useful tactic. Um, yeah. Yeah. I also yeah, think f- people are McConnell. decided. That's it. That's it. Yeah. yeah. Fuck Mitch McConnell. That's true. How many questions have we answered this? <laughs> a lot fewer not yeah. nearly as many as before so it was uh cardi b embarrassing moment and um vote. vote 
dad that's jokes. A... Oh, okay. All right, let's, All right. Let's, we got four done. That's not too bad. No, um, we're good. We're crushing it. All right, let's uh, let's keep going then, Rich. What do we got next? And childish things. So it was five so far. Uh, what do we have oh, next? Wow. Um, let's let's go with uh, uh, where's the strangest place you've peed? Hmm. Has that changed? It's still the the Firefly uh, near the door of my front uh, the front door of my car uh, at Firefly because we don't want to wait in line to go to the Porta John <laughs> or your uncle's truck. <laughs> Or my uncle's truck, whichever whichever vehicle we had access to at the time, and we could open a door to block ourselves and give us some privacy. Um, privacy, yeah, some privacy. Um, uh, yeah, that was that's probably the I would say that's probably the strangest place I've ever peed. Yeah. I did pee in a garage once. I did pee in a garage. I was, I was quite drunk, and uh, <laughs> this is this is like eight ish years ago. Uh, I was quite drunk and just desperately needed to to use the bathroom before we we went anywhere else. So uh, I decided the. The garage in Westchester. Sorry, Westchester. Uh, was was it the, the municipal garage in Westchester was where it had to happen. So, I mean, Mistakes. honestly, who from the area hasn't pissed at one of the Westchester garages? It smelled Come like on. somebody had been there as recently as ten minutes prior. <laughs> so, no, no changes there. I have not peed in anywhere strange that strange in the last two nah. years. No, I don't think I have either. I've peed in my car in like, not like in my car, like into a, a receptacle inside of my car. R.I.P. Barabbas. Yeah. <laughs> Aww. But, uh, yeah, but I have, like I've peed in a car. I've peed on the side of the highway before. Mm-hmm. But like it's, you know, nothing too wild, I don't think. Nah. The, the only thing I can think of uh, besides between the cars at Firefly um was when my parents were renovating their bathroom when I lived with them. This is probably 10, 15 years ago. Uh, they're, they're renovating the bathroom, and I needed to pee. And obviously, I can't get to the toilet because the toilet has been disconnected. Um, so I'm like, what do I do? And Dad's like, well, go go to the utility sink downstairs in the basement. <laughs> uh, so I, all right, fine, if that's what you're telling me to do. So I go down. But the utility sink is above, like, my belly button height. <laughs> so I'm sitting there. I'm like, how do I? And, like, so the, the washer's on, like, a block. And so is the dryer. So, like, I step on the block. And it maybe brings it down, to be- like, below my belly button. But I'm like, I can't angle it like that. This oh, isn't, like. that arc going. This, yeah, this isn't, like, uh, step mission. Step back and then well, shoot forward. <laughs> I think, what was it? The, the movie Mission to Mars, where they had that super good arc on it with uh, 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 Val Kilmer. Um, <laughs> so I look over, and there's one of those, like, long plastic, like, pint soup containers from Chinese food. Fine. I drop <laughs> trout. I pee in that thing. And then it, like, fills up, and I'm still going. I'm like, I don't know what to do now. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Stop! <laughs> dump it in the sink, and then you keep going. I, I I I did the best I could to stop, dump it real quick, and then continue. <laughs> it was the worst. <laughs> it was the worst. <laughs> oh boy! I think that's the weird part about uh, asking this question to guys is because because of our anatomy, it makes it exceptionally easy to just pee wherever you need to be able to pee. <laughs> Yeah, right. I've never. I mean, I've been in situations when I couldn't pee, but like it's a lot easier, I think, for guys to just be and like how our how our clothes are structured. It's just like easy access. Let's go. Yeah, yeah. yeah anatomically, go it's almost like there's anatomically. This question actually doesn't make any sense for me because there's just based on anatomy, there's no weird place for us to pee. It's just constant. <laughs> Every place, <laughs> if it's an open space, let's go. Yeah. Um. I- but kind of like Matt, like I've, the Westchester garage, I've definitely dipped into random alleys. There was one alley. Wait, I you also peed in that to. garage? <laughs> of course I have. <laughs> Did I not just say who hasn't peed in the Westchester garage? Well, I know, that was but... not a joke. <laughs> oh, man. The okay. one across the Barnaby's, the one across from the courthouse. Yep. Uh, like yeah, mine was a courthouse. I've hit both. <laughs> um uh, uh, also uh. done Firefly, uh, dipped into random alleys like behind a dumpster or something like that. Uh, the weirdest, maybe not necessarily the weirdest place, but the weirdest experience I've had um, was actually a couple weeks ago. Um, Shenandoah Valley, going on a hike, and uh, alternative medicine had me in an interesting state uh, that I was <laughs> wow. not prepared for. 
<laughs> wow. Alternative medicine. Uh, which did not help my headache in any way, shape, or form for the record. Which is wild. It made, it made yeah. it significantly worse. That sucks, man. Wow. Um, yeah, so like, I was just like, stopped hiking. My legs gave out. And then I was like, well, I'm going to just sit here. And then I really had to pee. And it's like, there is nowhere to like dip behind or like hide behind a tree because everything was like super skinny. So it's just like, well, if I pee on this side, it like I'm pissing up hills. So that's just going to come back down onto the trail. And then everyone's going to walk by and be like, oh, this guy pissed on the trail. That's fucking gross. But if I go to the other side, like I'm just in plain view and everyone's going to think I'm a pervert and I'm too stoned to defend <laughs> myself. Like, I don't know what's going on. Uh, so, yeah, that was uh, that was interesting. And then halfway through, I'm like, did I unzip my fly? <laughs> oh, my God. I've had that. Okay. <laughs> Not to be weird, but like when I've been stoned, like I've definitely had that moment when I'm like, go when I'm like going to the bathroom, I'm like, did I deal with this right? <laughs> like, really worried that I'm like, like peeing my I, pants. I myself and I just don't know it. Exactly. It was so weird. Uh, so that was my weirdest experience. <laughs> Uh, we got any other ones or shall we move on? <laughs> I think Let's we can move, move on. on. Uh, so we'll, right. we'll move on to uh, everybody's uh, favorite segment. Browns 2018 football. <laughs> Thoughts, feelings, and jokes. They didn't win. <laughs> they did not the Browns, win. Well, the Browns won this week in, in 2020. Um, They're going to the Super Bowl this year, baby. I can feel it. Everyone, <sighs> everyone's got their, like, we didn't have a preseason, so we still kind of suck. Browns are going to capitalize on it. And the Browns really took that to an ex- serious extreme in week one. <laughs> yeah. Three points. Uh, so if you're curious, the 2018 Cleveland Browns uh, finished their season 7-8-1. and one. Uh, their, their head coach got fired halfway through the season. Was that Freddie um, Kitchens or the other one? That was Hugh Jackson. Hugh Jackson. Kitchens was the next year. Yeah. Um, so Kitchens, Kitchens uh, was the coach last season, and they were so bad that they fired him after one year. <laughs> um. Hugh, I, I can't believe Hugh Jackson didn't lose his job because he they lost every game of the season. They, they lost sixteen games the year before, and he kept his job. And they start off two and five, and you know they uh, two five and uh, one, and he lost his job. Um, they were mediocre, uh, but they had Baker Mayfield, so that was kind of exciting for like half a season. And then yeah. he has just regressed since then. Yeah. So the twenty twenty Browns, I don't know. They look they look better playing the Bengals the other night. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They got yeah. Odell Beckham now. A couple of things have changed. Nick Chubb is an absolute monster. Good for him. Yeah. Like a bowling ball of a human being. Truly. Sean, is, is does Nick Chubb have any there? chance of replacing Frank Gore as your favorite running back? Uh he he might. I mean, uh, if Frank Gore ever retires, I don't have Nick Chubb this year. I have Kareem Hunt. Yes, you uh, do. Yes. The other the other one. But I think yeah. uh I, he he might i honestly like i'm pretty sure like one of nick chubb's relatives was like a prominent abolitionist or something sure <laughs> sure uh, makes sense to me yeah. uh and frank gore plays for the jets which is the per- per- makes perfect sense to me um and guess what and guess what Le'Veon bell is out for like several weeks uh if yeah, I'm not mistaken, frank gore is starting starting uh <laughs> The starting <laughs> running back. They, they actually changed his name on the pro football references. This is this is a joke I think that they came up with on um on a football podcast that I listened to, but they changed his nickname on pro football references. It's the inconvenient truth. Because <laughs> <laughs> he just he can't get rid of him. He's been around for 16 years. And you're never gonna get rid of Frank Gore. <laughs> Matt, Matt, do you remember what round it was? when we were drafting this season that I, I looked and was like, fuck, Sean already got Frank Gore. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cause Sean was logging in and out of our draft and like made sure to draft Frank Gore. Yeah. Uh, I think it was like, were, yeah, I think it was like round eight. I looked down. I was like, shit, he already it was got preposterously Frank Gore. early. It was preposterously <laughs> early. To I, draft so Frank my, Gore. my, my move is to draft all of the positions that I need, like all of the first string positions, then Frank Gore and then log out. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so Nick Chubb apparently is named for his great grandfather, who is one of eight brothers who founded Chubbtown, Georgia, which was which is a funny which is a funny name, but was a settlement of free blacks that endured mm. through the American Civil War. Oh wow! Yeah, Chubbtown. Nice. Yeah, that's awesome. So anyway, the Browns um, one and one this year. They're going to be okay. Yeah, they're not winning the Super Bowl, unfortunately. Yeah, I don't think this bro. year. 
probably they're probably not, not going to win for a while. <laughs> to, to, to be honest, right now it's up in the air whether or not anybody's winning the Super Bowl this year. <laughs> oh, don't, how is don't, how don't has say that, man? The, I got the hat on and everything. You can't say that to me now. How has <laughs> the um the NFL done with COVID? I haven't seen a ton of like outbreaks on the teams or anything. So I think it was like I, I seem to recall there was like one player who had it, and there was one fan at the Kansas City game. Um, who was found to have tested positive for COVID after their season opener a couple weeks ago. Mm-hmm. I think that's about it. They're testing everybody like every day except for game days um, for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. Um, but they are they they've they've done a relatively good job. The, the, the real the real uh, test is going to be like this week and next week because this is you know oh yeah two weeks two weeks and you know they're they're traveling uh they're not doing the bubble the way that the nba and the nhl have they're not quarantine i mean they're quarantining but you know they're still flying they're still in airports they're still traveling so mm-hmm. we'll see what happens but so far knock on wood so good are there nice. still stadiums and uh cities that are allowing crowds to like go to games inexplicably yes and they're trying yeah. to add more so like houston the, um, is looking to add them there was a crowd at the eagles game wasn't there isn't the Aren't Indeed. the Washington football team one of the teams? I think Washington was – I think maybe a few. I also don't remember. I thought they, it was empty. I think, I think the ones that are open are at 20% capacity because Jake was talking about it and he was yes. like, nobody is wearing masks. And I was like, well, that's that's probably true. But the rule is in the stadiums, I think, that if you're eating or drinking, mm-hmm. you don't have to be wearing a mask. And like literally everyone is eating and drinking the entire time. So like yeah. it, it's not – not that the like there, there are situations in which other stuff is probably going on, and if they are at twenty percent capacity, everyone should be far enough apart that it's not as big an issue. Yeah, the like, Chiefs game was the first one I saw that had fans, and it was the same way. And I will give NBC credit; they didn't show the fans in the stands very often, and when they did, they were pretty much training the camera only on groups of people that had masks on. Okay. Um. So you know, and and again, it's open air. You're you know. If you're at twenty percent capacity, you're a couple rows away, you're a couple seats away from anybody who's not in your group yeah. anyway. It's again, ideally zero. Uh, ideally <laughs> zero uh, is as far as crowds are concerned. They're, they're setting up the link right now uh, for the Eagles game today against the Rams, and they have like cardboard cutouts of fans in the stands. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it's fine. It worked for the Phillies. Yeah. Um, you know, I I don't know. I I think it's riskier for college football because it's just you know you're dealing with college kids, and you know you're it's just you know, they're, they're going to go out more. They're going to live the college lifestyle more. Mm-hmm. Um, but, and also you're, they're just younger. You don't want to put these guys who aren't getting paid any money uh, through legitimate means through this, but yes. for the NFL, it's, you know, so far so good uh, after one whole week of, of games. So cross yeah. your fingers, guys. Fingers crossed. Yeah. Uh, you guys want to do one more question and then uh, call it a day for this episode? Yeah, sure. Yeah, that All works. Right. Uh, do you want a Thanksgiving question or something else? Mm. I'm not quite close enough for Thanksgiving. Yeah, when Thanksgiving, we, we won't even be in October yet when this one comes okay. out. Okay. Uh, guilty pleasures, musicians. Do you, have they changed? Do you have any new uh, ones? I don't remember what they were. Mm. Well, let's see what Spotify has to say. <laughs> I don't know if this counts as guilty, but the new Lady Gaga album is really good. I have uh, not. I, I have. I don't really listen to Lady Gaga. I haven't heard it. It's all house music. It's awesome. It's uh, a okay. the album's called Chromatica, and they have a she did a song with Ariana Grande that's really good. Um, I mean, the whole thing sounds like it could have been like from a, a '90s share album, and it, it okay. sounds awesome. So I have uh, it's not necessarily musicians, but it's two songs that have been stuck in my head for at least the past couple of weeks, uh, constantly. Um, they're both based off of the anime My Hero Academia. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of them is the song that the main group sings for their like presentation at school which is called hero 2 and it is so good and then the other one was a charity thing called you say run done by a bunch of youtube artists as well as like the voice actors from the show the american voice actors from the show and it is like the most pump up song that you can think of it's got everything in it matt it's got jazz in it jazz oh it's that's, that's jazz. huge for me um <laughs> it is it is so good like i listen to you say run at least once every couple of days i was listening to it while i was driving home from the bakery this morning uh was almost driving at 90 miles an hour because of how pumped up that song gets me yeah, it's 2020 jock jams 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but th- those are, I, I would call them kind of my guilty pleasures. Like, I wouldn't be ashamed to play them around people because they're so good, but it's like, it's songs from an anime, so not, not often that I talk about them. Mm-hmm. Heard that. How about you, Tim? Uh... I wouldn't call any of the songs I've recently had stuck in my head guilty pleasures because like I, I don't feel guilty for liking all time low still mm. uh, or anything like that. Uh, I think last time I, I didn't have a musician, but Cake by the Ocean is still like my go to that I will listen to in the car and just like dance like a fucking idiot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's, it's, by the ocean. it's like the, the song makes no fucking sense, but I it's just catchy and it's it gets itself in there and i can't get it out mm-hmm. so i read somewhere that cake is also slang for butts <laughs> is this a thing because I, I read this somewhere and, and, and if, if somebody made a joke about it on that a podcast that i listened to and if that is true it makes the song make it. slightly more sense and that it is perfect for me then i'm all about it additionally i think my yeah exactly. <laughs> the oh, other thing is man i can't help it i think my wife jenna mentioned this to me my, my wife mentioned that the the story behind the title is uh they had a friend, you know, I, I don't know if it was like somebody who was learning English as a second language or something, but they were trying to remember the name of the drink, Sex Sex on the Beach, and they mm-hmm. referred to it as Cake by the Ocean. <laughs> <laughs> oh, nice. And so they decided nice. to name the song after that, which is great. I've never heard this song before. I have to check it out. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's a it's a good song. It's a, one of the Jonas Brothers is the lead singer of that band. It's a DNCE. Okay. Yeah. yeah. It, yeah. it is a euphemism for having sex at the beach. Yes. <laughs> nice. What do you got, Sean? Um, I don't. I guess it's so. I've been listening to like a lot of Paramore recently. I guess Hell that yeah. would be my guilty pleasure. I like can, I can they get behind fucking that. bop. Like even their new, all their new stuff. Like they started to, like their um their more recent stuff sounds like Carly Rae Jepsen. Yeah. And but and, like oh. I'm really into it. Like I just love it. It's just mm. like really good kind of turn off your brain. This is good. It, they just make in, incredible pop music. And I think a lot of my guilty pleasures are just like pop musicians. Like cuz pop music is very good. Yeah. <laughs> just everyone needs to stop hating on it. Yeah. That song um one of my favorite songs in the past like 3 or 4 years was uh, Bang Bang by like jesse J. oh that's great yeah it's it is a and a Nicki minaj it's just a great song like bang, it's bang so into good. the room yeah it's just like oh, yeah. it gets me so fucking pumped <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah it's a hand <laughs> like, clap I'm, beat and everything yeah i'm so into it but like that but like it's it's i think paramore would be like the thing i'm most i would be most embarrassed in quotes about being like <laughs> i've been listening to a lot of paramore recently <laughs> Since you mentioned it, uh, that does remind me that Car- Car- "Emotion" by Carly Rae Jepsen is possibly on that is is on that guilty pleasure list for me. It's a great album. It's like mm-hmm. '80s excess, like um, yeah. Cindy Lauper kind of pop music. And I think when we were watching Stranger Things, the song "Run Away with Me," which is my favorite song on that album, uh, came on during an episode of Stranger Things, and I was like, <gasps> <laughs> and I was like, oh, that makes sense because they're trying to do like a whole '80s thing. And Carly Rae, Je- oh no, it wasn't um, Stranger Things. It was. Oh, crud. I can't remember was what it, it that, is now. Was it that, uh, that... Mr. Robot. It was Mr. Uh, Robot. Um, it was like this, like the third or last episode of Mr. Robot. Uh, and that's got a very heavy 80s vibe to it. So I'm like, ah, that makes sense. I've I've enjoyed everything I've heard from Carly Rae Jepsen. Like, it's, she's just... Their music is just so good. Yeah. Good pop musician. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Any other uh, suggestions for this one? Or ready to nope. wrap this nope. back way up? I think All we right. can wrap it up. All mm-hmm. right. Well, in that case, I got a real quick ad read, uh, very, very quick uh, for for this episode of Brose, and it's for a product that I was only brought to uh, that was only brought to my attention earlier this week. But it was it's, it, it hit such a chord with me that I felt like I needed to reach out to these guys and get an official sponsorship. So this episode of Brose is brought to you by Josh's Jacks. Hey kids, <laughs> you ever wonder what the opposite of a Wheaties box is? Well, wonder no more. Introducing Josh's Jacks, the official cereal cereal of Buffalo Bills starting quarterback Josh Allen. If you ever wondered what it would taste like if the 23rd best passer in football got his own cereal, wonder no more. Take a spoonful of delicious circles with colors like red, blue, and (laughs) just kidding, it's just red and blue. And it tastes just like a mediocre version of Apple Jacks, sort of like how Josh is a mediocre version of Cam Newton. And with every (laughs) purchase of Josh's Jacks, Wegmans will donate to a good cause, Josh's Backup. Okay, so we're actually donating to Oystal Children's Hospital in Buffalo. But seriously, Matt Barkley, guys, 
Looks pretty good sometimes, doesn't he? Josh's Jacks is spelled with a Q like questionable. That's Josh's Jacks, part of a very balanced bread. Fumble! <laughs> Josh's Jacks. Josh's nice, Jacks. Nice sad right there. Much better than the previous episode's ad. <laughs> no, no, no. Well, well, at least they focused on like some of the more redeeming qualities of the series. <laughs> I can't believe this. So for anyone who doesn't know, Josh Allen, again, who's... Josh Allen is the quarterback for the Buffalo Bills, and I was in Wegmans earlier this week in, you know, Cherry Hill, New Jersey, which is decidedly not Buffalo, New York. And um, <laughs> and in their cereal section, they had this cereal box for Josh's Jacks, and I had to look twice because I was like, oh, that can't possibly be because Josh Allen is a fine quarterback, um, but perfectly mediocre. Currently uh, number fourth overall in fantasy is he fourth overall fantasy <laughs> he's well, he, fourth overall. He, he almost got touchdowns. 30 points last week he gets touchdowns because he can run the ball pretty well like he's a big big dude who runs the ball well and he also has like he, he has like the accuracy of like a nerf gun where he's just like boom 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 like just firing everywhere <laughs> like he threw he had some he's had some batshit crazy throws like he had he had a great fantasy day last week he mm. also missed a guy by like 40 yards in the end zone like sailing <laughs> a ball over his head um so so i looked at him like why josh allen and then as we, we we broke it down a little bit wegmans is based out of um rochester new york um which is decidedly closer to buffalo and uh they decided now this cereal was only supposed to be in upstate new york where the bills play um but it somehow made its way to be distributed down here in cherry hill which is 20 minutes outside of philadelphia um but uh but i had to try it and it is perfectly okay just like josh allen i would i would i would buy a box and save it i bet you in a couple of years you can sell that on ebay for at least triple the price i can't do it i threw it away immediately <laughs> josh is threw it away immediately but don't worry i'm sure that if i go back there in five days it'll still be there like though i could still get another box of josh's jacks um, you'll see jacks. the gap where that you took the one box and nobody else has touched it <laughs> this is just they didn't even restock it it's just like wow i can't believe somebody bought this um anyway you can follow me on twitter for more of my josh allen jokes uh at mkaznel that's m-k-a-s-z-n-e-l uh tim where are you on twitter at tim r hansen how about you rich at b underscore walnuts and you sean at hey it's sob and uh, the show is available at Brose underscore podcast on Twitter. Uh, you can also follow us on Facebook at Brose Podcast. Uh, you can listen to our show anywhere where fine podcasts are bought and sold, like Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, SoundCloud, and TuneIn. And if you have a question you want us to answer on the air, email it to brosequestions at gmail.com. That's brosequestions at gmail.com. Huge thanks, as always, to Mary O'Brien for compiling our questions. Compiling, not compiling. I don't know what compiling is. <laughs> Uh, Shannon Vogel for designing our world famous logo. Her work, of course, can be found at Shannon Vogel Photography on Facebook or on Etsy.com. And our theme music is When by Steven Siebert. And you can listen to his work at the Free Music Archive. Uh, Rich, what's going on with uh, PodQuest these days? Uh, check out PodQuest, a uh, nerdy, round, uh, nerdy round table where we talk about the week's uh, news and stuff. Um, not really sure if there's anything to promote right now because uh, where it's kind of off season, but on season because of new console releases. Uh, so we'll just be talking about random nerd shit. When's our when's our in depth review of Super Mario 3D All Stars? Uh, probably uh, actually last week as of recording, <laughs> or like last week as of the release of this episode. But we might talk about it more on this episode. Got it. Um, and I co-host the Keystone Coast to Coast Sports Podcast with Eddie Providence, a periodic sports show that discusses Pittsburgh and Philadelphia sports. And you can listen to our show on SoundCloud and on Apple Podcasts. Okay, guys. Say goodbye to the listeners. Goodbye. Deuces. For Rich Sweet and Sean O'Brien, Tim Hansen, the entire Action Moves team. <laughs> My name is Matt Casnell, reminding you to be smart about being stupid. I don't want Thank you.